Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Who'd be a GP? I tell you something, who would? There is a shortage of them anyway. And we were talking last week about that, how it's so hard to get a GP these days. So hard to get on the books of a GP. Maybe Fiona can cast some light on why it is so tough and why would anybody want to be a GP. Fiona, you're interrupting your holidays in Italy to take our call. And thank you for doing so because work no, Has I'm it, back now, actually. Oh, you're back. I'm back. Oh, back. I'm work, back with a bang. Work <laughs> invaded your holiday. Morning. Yes, unfortunately. You had yeah. to come back. Yeah, well, I was I was due to come back on Saturday anyway, so I did. I came back on, on um, Sunday morning, landed back in Castletown Bear at 3 o'clock in the morning. You, you were but scheduled I for had, next Saturday, yeah? No, no, This the, the Saturday just oh, gone. Oh, I see, I see. Okay, so yeah. t- tell us what's been happening. So you're a GP. Yeah, so I'm a GP down in, in the Barra Peninsula, which is, um, as you know, it's fairly rural. We're two hours from the nearest acute trauma, surgical and obstetrical units in Cork City and an hour from Bantry Hospital, which, deal, which deals with medical um, injuries. And as you know, we've two sh- offshore islands down here in, in Castletown Bear. There is Bear Island, which is accessed by ferry and Dorsey, which is accessed by cable car. So we're very, very rural. And basically, um, you know, it's it's very hard to attract a GP down here. Um, it's very, very busy. Um, I suppose I have over a thousand medical card patients on my list and probably a few thousand more private patients. And I'm the company doctor for most of the fishing factories lo- located here. Mm. And I also look after the community hospital here in Castletown as well, which I'd visit twice a day um, before I start work in the surgery. Great, and also great little hospital, actually. Great little hospital. It is. And you know what? We have we have patients who suffer from dementia there. We also have two palliative care beds. So patients who would be from the area, you know, we, they don't really, you know, want to spend their last days in Marymount Hospice because it's too far away for their family to travel. Yes. So it's a great little unit, yeah. And, you know, we make sure they're comfortable and that their family can visit and it's it's fabulous. And we also offer respite um, beds then uh, to patients so that their carers can get a bit of respite as well. Yeah. So it's great. So I look after that as well. And then on top of it then, I suppose, you know, the majority of injured and sick international fishermen who land on our pier on a daily basis. I'd be responsible for a, a lot of them as well, you know. Yeah. And I suppose 
PJ, the culture in the Barry Peninsula is that people see their GP about everything. Like we'd be the first port to call. They come with heart attacks, strokes, hemorrhages, traumatic amputations. They don't ring 999 down here. You know, mm-hmm. the GP sees everything. You know, yeah. we're like a, an A&E in ourselves, you know, but I suppose that's just because we're so far from yeah. from everything. So it's a busy, busy practice. Getting a holiday alone is is hard, I'd say. It's so, so hard. Um, you know, I have I have three kids. Um, I was able to take um, five weeks maternity leave with my first uh, child, Jack, because I was not unable to source a locum. I advertised nationally. I put ads in every single medical paper I could, and I didn't even get one reply. And then a year and a half later, when Lizzie was born, I could only take four weeks because it was the same thing. I didn't get one reply to my ad. Um, so, and that's 10 yeah, years ago. Jack is 10 now, isn't that's he? That's 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah right. that's 10 years ago. So, yeah, it's 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 very difficult. Um, so, and like, you probably saw from my Facebook post, you know, I had a tough year this year. Yeah. Um, you know, my dad died. Um, I had surgery. My son had to have surgery. Um, my mom was hospitalised, so I was so looking forward you to this holiday. You needed a break. You needed a break. Really, really you needed the sheer joy of doing nothing for a week or two. Yeah. yeah, 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 absolutely. So I was lucky enough to have been that I was contacted by this lovely um, retired GP, and she actually saw me on prime time in 2021 when I was trying to highlight that time the lack of out of hours services in rural areas. We were nearly um, two and a half months down here in Beira with no out of hours services at all. And um, so Miriam O'Callaghan came down and she interviewed, she did an interview and this lovely retired GP contacted me a few months later when she retired and she said, you know, her insurance was going to be there for a little while more and she would love to offer me a few weeks off. So oh, wow. I was absolutely thrilled. Um, and my holiday would not have been possible only for her. And she actually covered as well when my when my dad um, passed away in January. Oh, so kind of her. So, yeah. So what happened was that a few weeks ago, um, she realised that her medical insurance would run out on Thursday, Thursday last. So she, I had her in place for like about eight days yeah. and there was one day that her, her insurance, she wouldn't have been insured for. So that was last Friday. So she tried in vain to renew it for one more day. But unfortunately, she was met with a resounding no. And she was told that she'd basically have to renew for a full year, which was a, a non-runner really, because that would cost several thousand euro. So she couldn't so then, extend uh, for a day, even under extenuating circumstances? No, no. Wow. Um, and was that down to her insurer or down to who? I, I presume the insurer. I'm, okay. I'm not really sure, okay. you know, but these are all the, you know, not, you know, the battles that we, you know, mm. that we have to face in general practice. And without insurance, she can't open the door? She can't, no, absolutely not. And, you know, and my flight, I, 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 my flight wasn't coming back until Saturday. I flew from Cork to Pisa. So the flights are only on Tuesday and Saturday. So 
my frantic search then for one day's cover began. So I contacted um, three GPs uh, to cover, but unfortunately, the first three that I um, contacted were not renewing their registration. Um, and this seems to be the norm. What, basically. they were getting out of it? like? Yeah, older GPs right. retiring and no one to take their place. Um, we contacted two locum companies who provide locum doctors. They had nobody available. And we also put um, an advertisement on um, on a medical uh, forum as well. And I made several word of mouth I- inquiries. So it wasn't as if I didn't try. I did my very, very best. But all my efforts were completely unsuccessful. So... Basically, on Friday, I was placed, I was faced with no other decision but to close the practice for the day. And we left a message initially on, you know, directing people what to do. You know, we said, you know, if anyone needed, you know, urgent medical assistance to dial 999 or go to their nearest, um, you know, hospital Um and, you know, there's also the out-of-hour services then that would kick in at six o'clock. And is that, so, now, now, where's the nearest out-of-hours in, in that neck of the woods? Yeah, so there is one in Castletown Bear. It is hit and miss, though. Sometimes it would be manned and others times it wouldn't. Right. So the next place really would be Bantry, which okay. for some people on the Bear Peninsula, say people living over in Allies, that's about... It could be up to an hour and a half's drive, you know. On a bad road. And then again, yeah. if you're living in Bear Island or Dorsey, you, you'd have the either the cable car or the, the ferry to get on top of that, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you so had, the, the, so there was no, you had no surgery? I had no surgery. And then um, I got an email. Um, normally the surgery would open like it. We'd start seeing patients at half past nine. So at 10 o'clock, I got an email from the HSE primary care unit asking me to explain my decision, um, why I closed. So, and there was a few people CCC'd or CC'd on, on this email. So I basically wrote back to them, emailed them back, and I explained how I had tried and tried and tried and tried. And and it was very ironic, and you probably saw that on my post, that one of the HSE staff who was CC'd on the email returned an automated response to say that they were on annual leave until July the, the 10th, you know. Yes. Um, where is you know, I wasn't able, even able to, you know, take a full ho- holiday without the stress. So then I decided, uh, right, I better contact my practice manager. She turned on the phones and the decision was made that I would sit down in Manarola in Italy in the Cinque Terre and she would contact me every 30 to 60 minutes um, um, and basically relay my guidance to the manager. Yeah, so I I was basically working remotely from Italy. That is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Yeah. And the HSC primary care people were given out to you? Yeah. They wanted me to kind of explain my decision why the practice was closed. And here's the thing. Correct me if I'm wrong here. You are a self-employed individual. Your business is your own business, as in you don't work for the HSE. You work for yourself. Well, well, it's kind of we we it's 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 a little bit different. So GPs, while we're self-employed, we're also independent contractors for the HSC. Uh. So 
Yeah, so how that works, when we sign the contract with the HSE, we have to accept a 24-7, 365-day commitment to our patients, our GMS patients, our medical card patients. Yeah. Yeah. And 365 days. Yeah. Is and that if it? we can't cover, if we can't cover, if we can't cover that ourselves, obviously you can't, we then have to, you know, take steps to get somebody. And and else. tell me something, this contract that you sign, which mm-hmm. look, it is what it is. It's completely outdated anyway. It goes uh, back yeah, to the early oh, I'm 70s. well aware of that. In fact, I know mm. one one doctor, in fact, one couple who are both doctors who had a huge practice on the north side of the city here. I won't name them. They're gone to Canada mm. because they just couldn't take that yeah. crack. Anyway, yeah. so, but the HSE people who rang you to give out to you on Friday or whenever it was, yeah, they pay yeah. no role in getting you covered. No, and I'll, I'll, uh, a GP actually who I trained with um, contacted me um, two days ago. And I'm just going to read you, if it's okay, just with her permission. Absolutely. Just the first part of her email. Absolutely. Um, so I'm not the only one in this situation. I, so here we go. I myself am a single-handed GP. I was in a serious road traffic accident in 2020. I discharged myself from hospital against medical advice in an attempt to secure a locum for my practice, despite making at least 60 phone calls whilst concussed and with a, fra- with a fractured spine. I was unsuccessful in securing cover. I reached out to the HSE who are unable to assist me. I was readmitted to hospital for pain management. I had no choice but to continue to operate my surgery remotely from hospital during this time. My God. So I'm going to put a question to you based on what you're telling me, Fiona, which Mm. listeners, I think they're probably thinking of it as they sit with their coffee. So you're a self-employed contractor to the HSE, okay? As are all of your colleagues. And are you saying to me, Fiona, there is no office or no official within HSE to whom you can say, I'm going on holidays and I need locum cover. There is no offer, there is no office that assists you with that. Well, you you can try, but you would be told that, you know, there's nothing they can do. It's it's your responsibility to find the locum. That's exactly what I mean. There is no... There's no assistance. So the HSE that tie you into this contract yep. will not and assist you like, in finding what like you weren't on holidays. You had you've had the tragedy of your of, of your dad, and I'm so sorry for your loss. I know what it's like. Mm. Um It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax. And think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yes. No, no one. You can't pick up the phone to the HSE and say, come here, I need, I need a locum. Yeah. And like, exactly. And, you know, it's, 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 it's up to us. And then, you know, we face the backlash of it then when, when we can't secure a locum, even though we've done everything in our power to get one, you know? And as I said, I'm not the only GP, but like, you know, I just decided to speak out about it. You I'm know, delighted I that you did. The Friday. Yeah, this, is the learning, actually, this is a learning experience for nearly 70,000 people who listen to this programme every morning. And the thing is, as well, like, like I think like the HSE have to accept some responsibility for helping to secure locum cover for well, sick leave, annual leave and maternity leave. Your contract and, is with them. Lord, we, we've talked yeah. so much about bloody contracts in RTE for the last couple of weeks. We're getting very used yeah. to contractors. Your yeah. contract yeah. is with them. Yes, you're self-employed, but your contract is with the HSE. And there's no assistance we're talking about in getting you a locum. No. And like who in their right mind, really, PJ, would opt to take over a rural single-handed practice with no guaranteed time off? They just won't. You know, I qualified from the CART GP scheme. So I did seven years of medicine in UCC. Then I was lucky enough to, to get into the CART GP training scheme, which took another four years. Um, so that's 11 years in, in total. And there was 14 of us who trained in the Cork, um, who qualified in 2009 from the Cork GP training scheme. And there's only a handful of them now, PJ, working as GPs, you know. Um, some of them have gone into palliative care medicine, where they're direct employees of the HSE. They've gone into area medical officer positions where they're, they give the school vaccines. Um, one girl has done dermatology, others are doing research. So they're direct um, employees of the HSE. So they get all the benefits that go with that. You know, yeah. they get their sick leave entitlements, their their annual leave entitlements, their maternity entitlements. Yeah. GPs won't get that. Fiona, in all but name, and God, you have it in, we've heard again so much of it in the last couple of weeks, in all but name, you are employed by the HSE. Mm. You know, I mean, here's the thing, right? My my managers here know months in advance when I want time off. And I get that time off sanctioned. It's up to them to fill it for me. Yeah. So yeah. you should be able and to inf- you should be able to inform the HSE I will be taking leave from that date to that date. Yep. Please fill my practice. Yeah, that's the way it should be. And, you know, my daughter had had um, her battle with leukemia. Um, 
I did a blood test in her when she was three and, you know, it was up and down to Crumlin and up and down to to the Mercy Hospital for two and a half years while she was getting chemotherapy. And I still worked right throughout that because I was not able to get a locum. And there was many nights where, you know, we'd, we'd come down from her getting chemotherapy in Dublin and we'd arrive down in Castletown Bear after a six, seven hour drive and then Lizzie would spike a temperature oh, and God. yeah and you know she'd anybody who's going through chemotherapy at the moment would know that if you spike a temperature when you when you're on chemotherapy you are um you know susceptible to sepsis so that also if your temperature goes more than 38 you have to go back to hospital for IV antibiotics. So it happened two occasions where we arrived down and off up to, to Cork, arrived down from Dublin and off off up to Cork for her IV antibiotics. And I'd have to leave then again in the morning to come straight down to work, you know? How are you still standing, Fiona? So, <laughs> I'm, I'm strong, you know? And I love, no, don't get me wrong, PJ. I'm from Beira. I absolutely love You'd my want job. to Absolutely. Love it. You'd want to love but it. it. But, you know, just the bureaucracy and the the red tape, it's kind of zapping my energy at the moment. Well, well you know and what, the next time another... someone rings up and asks why there are no GPs, <laughs> we'll just send them a copy of this. I'd be gone years yeah. ago, girl. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, my, my friends now who, who left GP, they all think I'm crazy. Like, you know still working in the system, you know. And another thing as well that I don't think people are aware of, of you know, say if, if you are lucky enough then to secure a locum doctor, right, mm. it costs us a minimum of €700 Euro a day, right, because it's about three, 350 a session and a session is a morning or an afternoon. So 700 a day, right, um, at a minimum to cover. And this this doesn't include accommodation costs, which we'd have to provide for a lot of, you know, doctors to mm. attract them to the area. And the HSE then gives us 190 per day towards this for annual leave, sick leave and maternity leave. So time off is costly for us as well, you know, and the bills are still coming in. And, you know, so we, we pay for our time off as well, you know, 700 a day minimum. Wow. You know. Yeah. And I suppose then as well, um, you know, doctors in addition, you know, in addition to working our long days, we're expected to cover out of hours as well. And, you know, like South Dock shifts and in rural areas, um, you know, we're expected to be on call overnight after having worked all day. And then we must go into work again the following day, you know, because often, as I said down here, we, we can't secure um out of ours doctors, so we kind of have to do it ourselves. And a tired doctor is a bad doctor. You know, if you're tired, you're a bad doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And exhaustion, it impacts on family life. So I think really, you know, this needs to change as well. Um, if, you know, the HSE want to, you know, to, to attract GPs to rural areas. 
Um, but it seems to be, PJ, just obstacles in every direction. And I'll give you another good example now, right? Do you know what I'm going to um, have to do, Fiona? I'm going to have to take a commercial break because I'm way behind. Okay. Can you give me two minutes and we'll talk again for a little while longer? Great. Yeah. I'm talking to uh, Fiona Kelly, a GP based down in west of Ireland, down in the Barra Peninsula. And she had to give up the last day of her holidays to take remote calls from her surgery because there was no locum. There was no locum to cover her. The locum she had couldn't do the last day because of an insurance issue. But she's telling me what it's like to try and work as a doctor in a rural area and try and get cover in a rural area. And then you wonder why people are leaving and quitting as GPs. Back to Fiona. Fiona, I'm also conscious that you may have patients waiting to see you this morning, so I won't keep you for too long more. But just to, to finish up, you're saying, like, GP... The GP service is on its knees and the public doesn't really understand how bad things are. Yeah. And the HSE um, and the Irish College of General Practitioners now have started up this scheme, which sounds brilliant, um, where these non-EU doctors can apply um, to come into our practice in an area of need and they spend two years with the GP there and at the end of that they can get their um, their registration with the Irish College of General Practitioners so they'll have MICGP after their, their name. Now that is absolutely a brilliant, brilliant um, plan but again the red tape um, that's attached with that um, just is unbelievable. Like my friend, she's an, a non-EU doctor now and she wants to work in Ireland. Mm-hmm. And she started the process back in February and she was advised by the Medical Council that it would be seven months after her documents were received before her application would even be assessed. Holy mother um, of God. Yeah. And the email from the Medical Council, you know, was quite obstructive, really. Um It says in four places, and I have it here in front of me. I'm going to read just um, four little pieces from you. It is currently taking approximately seven months to commence assessment once documents are received. Please note this is an estimated time frame to begin assessment, not to complete the assessment. Please note that individual queries regarding wait times will not be answered. Please note that we are unable to confirm when individual documents have been received. You are respectively requested in the interim to defer from contacting the Medical Council. Requests for application updates before the assessment has commenced will not be answered at this time. Don't call us, we'll call you. Yeah, and now the ethos of the Medical Council is protecting patients and supporting doctors. It's kind of not doing that there really, you know, because what's going to happen is you you have these non-EU doctors who want to come to Ireland. If it's take at the moment, it's taking about a year before all their paperwork will be will be sorted and all the the verification process has gone through. What are they going to do? They'll go to New Zealand, or they'll go to Canada, where it takes six seven weeks. Oh. Fiona, I I will let you get to work. You've answered so many questions (laughs) for people who are ringing this programme asking why they can't get into a doctor's books. Yeah, It's because the doctors are are quitting in droves and it's hard to blame them. It's hard to blame them. And like in February 22, there were 26 GP panels left vacant 
And like more than half of these vacancies were in towns and villages in rural Ireland. Nobody wants you to know, do it. Because nobody it. wants to enter the profession anymore. So, so things have to change, PJ. And like, I have lots of solutions, but like, I can't solve it myself. It obviously has to come from you know, the well, higher powers. Well, you know what you know? you've done today? You've done a remarkable service because we we will podcast this interview. We will send it out to anybody who'll take it. And with a bit of luck, you'll be reaching a much wider audience than you've had for the last 30 minutes. It's been a pleasure to speak with you. Thank you for everything you, you do for the much. people of West Cork. I'm sorry your holiday, your holiday you. had to be interrupted. At least you're working in one of the most beautiful places in the world. That might I, be some consolation. I am. I'm currently now looking out the window, looking at the boats over in Danish Island. So it's 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 lovely. How gorgeous is that, Fiona? Lovely talking to you. We'll talk again. Thank you very much. That's Fiona Kelly, GP in West Cork, doing it for the love of it. You would think at this point. Oh eight one eight ninety six ninety six ninety six. That poor woman says John. She must be exhausted when you hear this and then look at the waste in RTE, staff falling over each other and massive salaries for a few hours' work. Shocking stuff. The HSC is a disgrace. No wonder doctors are quitting. Listening to that doctor, my heart goes out to her, says Michael. My God almighty, it's a disgrace this country is so badly managed. The top table take and take and take. It's always the same. When you're self-employed, you're treated so badly. I couldn't believe on Saturday evening that Michal Martin was giving out about the Israeli government building houses for Israeli people. I mean, really, fix your own problems first. Mind your own business, Mr. Martin, says Mick. I suggest part of the problem, this is Michael, I suggest part of the problem in relation to government-provided services may be attributed to the fact that we have pencil-pushing civil servants sitting at desks with little or no direct contact with the problem. I went through this with staff at United Nations HQ in New York. Most of the problems can be laid at the feet of civil servants. Marie says, I'm shocked listening to that GP. We hear from time to time about the GP issue, but I never realised it was so bad. There's the thing. She was on holidays in Italy. She had to give up the last day of her holidays to work remotely because there was no locum. She had a locum, but the locum's insurance ran out the day before, the locum couldn't get an extension on the insurance for the day, so she was stuck without anybody in the surgery. Having talked to her practice manager, she had to be at the end of her phone every 30 minutes on her holidays in Italy to provide cover for the day in her very, very busy practice. In a year where her, her dad died and her, her mom was in hospital, she had surgery her son was sick. If ever a woman needed a break, if ever anybody needed a break, Fiona needed a break. There she was, join herself in Italy, and all this starts. Courts 96 FM.